Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Hustler Turf, the brand lawn care professionals. I've trusted for years. Visit HustlerTurf.com. Also a reminder, check out the latest lines in World of Sports, a better sports book. Betters is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, look, I understand wh- how all of our brains work, right? And what we want is things to make sense and that we want the transitive property, right? If A plus B equals C, if A equals B and uh, and B equals C, then A must equal C, right? The transitive property doesn't ever work in sports and really it's hard to, to say it works in life. What, what is the transitive property? The easiest one is um, if the... You know, like if the Jags can beat the the Rams and the Rams can beat the Niners, then the Jags can beat the Niners, right? That that sort of thing. That's the that's the transitive property. You know, in in college sports, we do that all the time when we're trying to compare wins, and there's so much con- context, right? If Carolina can beat Duke, and I'd have to go back and look at. at and who plenty of teams beat North Carolina earlier this year, right? If North Carolina can go into Duke and can get a win on senior day, when it's the last game that Mike Krzyzewski will coach in Durham, okay? Like if that can happen, and oh yeah, by the way, then you you look at North Carolina and <laughs> their season schedule and some of their wins and some of their losses. Right? If Carolina can beat Duke, well, then that means whoever beat Carolina can beat Duke as well. That doesn't work. And we try and do that even with sports arguments like this gambling thing. Well, you know, if Ray Rice can get two and then six games, why would Calvin Ridley get a season? A- every story stands on its own. And if you're just joining us, this story is a huge one, not because of Calvin Ridley. I mean, look, the guy bet an eight-team parlay. He obviously doesn't know what he's doing. He's not a professional gambler. It doesn't doesn't matter. None of that matters. It doesn't matter that he bet on the Falcons to win. That doesn't matter. Now we're talking gambling. What is a worse bet, betting on the Falcons to win or an eight-team parlay? I would say mm, push. Right? I mean, anything more than a three-team parlay, good luck with it to you. But the point is that sports gambling has always been here, but now as they try, everybody tries to go legit. Every time you try and go legit, they have to be extra harsh with their punishment of things and people who aren't seen as legit. 
There's an integrity of the game aspect to it. Look, they're, they're talking about everyone in the world knew Stephen Ross's Miami Dolphins wanted to lose games. Everyone knows that they were better off losing than they were winning. And they won too many games, and they end up getting the fourth pick in the draft. They took Tua Tungavailoa instead of taking Justin Herbert, but they missed out on the number one overall pick, which would have been Joe Burrow. Okay, so everyone knew they wanted to lose, that they were better off losing games in year one to get better a better draft pick. Now, did their owner say specifically, you are to lose games and I'll pay you $100,000? That's different than putting together a team which feels like it's going to lose. Right? It's not hard in the NBA. You just play your youngest players, you know, play your G League guys, and you're you're not throwing a game. Telling them to try and compete, but the reality is they're not going to be able to compete. They're G League players and young players for a reason. This Calvin Ridley story has just so many implications, but the biggest one is it has to be a deterrent. Sorry, you got to be the guy to be made an example of. There's also a little bit of steroids in baseball to it. You'll get people all the time like, well, why do we treat Barry Bonds differently than... You know, pick other former star. Barry Bonds got caught. And you're like, well, it was never proven that he knowingly used steroids. Okay. He was involved with Balco. No one denied it. Everyone knew what Balco was supplying to to players. And he never denied having taken steroids. He only denied having knowingly taken steroids. Which, come on. It's literally the dumbest argument of all time. But legally, he was able to get through. Through. The problem is we all know that just because legally he's not guilty doesn't mean he's innocent. But the reason so many of these guys face such harsh ridicule was not because necessarily just because they took steroids. And, you know, others did. They got caught. Uh, you know, I've got, I got pulled over. When was that? Was that last week or the week before I was in Denver, Chase Stu? I got pulled over and I was humming. I was going to Colorado Springs from Denver and I was running a little late. And I was over 90. And, you know, I tried to, hey, I wasn't passing anybody. And you know what the police officer said? So? <laughs> I clocked you doing 90. 92 in a 75. That's too fast. Here's your ticket. That, that really happened. And anyone who's ever gotten a ticket, like, yeah, but I'm just keeping up with this. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. There's a speed limit. You broke the speed limit. I caught you with my radar gun. I pulled you over. You pay the ticket. And you want to fight it in court? You can do it. You want to take traffic school? You can do it. But otherwise, pay the ticket. So he's going to be made an example of. The punishment's going to be extra harsh. Sports gambling is the lifeblood of everything we do and of everything they do in the National Football League. Call it what you want with, with fantasy football. It's just legal. It's been legalized gambling for years. Right? So I'm not trying to be extra harsh. I'm being matter of fact about this thing. Yes, it's something we thought would would happen. Um, you get a lot of people that'll say, well, it's just the tip of the iceberg. I, I could be wrong, I think. I think you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised how few guys have ever done this w- within their own sport. Do I think there's a percentage of guys that have thrown down an NBA game? I do. On a boxing match, I do. But on an NFL game, I think you'll find the numbers at best in, you know, 
You might need a second hand in the entire NFL and probably on one or two fingers. Because the t- when you get to college, what they do with every major sports team is they sit you down, the FBI comes in, and they tell you the real deal with gambling, right? And how it actually happens, how it actually works, how they, why would these guys throw games? It's all, the, the story's always the same, right? Guy just want to pick up some cash, want to bet, you know, like, ah, just bet games. Like, who's going to know? Call a campus bookie. Campus bookie's a kid. You know, he's a runner for somebody else. He's a runner for somebody else. And you get down a number that you can't pay back. Whatever that number is. And then it becomes the easy way to pay it back. And as much as you can say, well, hey, that doesn't happen in real life. It does. And sports gambling has tried to go completely legit. That's the argument. The argument for states gambling is, states legalizing gambling is, hey, look, this already exists. Let's make legitimate enterprises come in here. It's, It's one of the things that the, that, that Vegas is uh, is great at. They know when there's, they know when any line goes kind of out of whack, when any betting pattern, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. They check, they double check, they triple check. Why? Because it's important to that city's gambling industry that everything appears on the up and up to the gambler. We're talking, we're not talking about millions at stake. We're talking about billions at stake. And so Calvin Ridley may have no idea the overall ramifications of what he did. But because there's billion dollars at stake and because he violated the age-old rule of, you know, it's, you can do a lot of things. You can't bet on your sport and you definitely can't bet on your own team. I don't think he'll play football again in the NFL. And tweeting through it, that doesn't help either. You know? Doesn't help either. Man. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, Chase. So you don't think that there are, um, there are, uh, if not one, several uh, current NFL players right now looking at their phones today saying, uh-oh. Like, I, I, I just think that there, I think that there are. I just don't think the NFL is motivated to find them. Um you know, when the NFL came out today and said we've done the investigation and it doesn't go any further than these bets on this particular day, I don't think the NFL is motivated to find any more bets. I think that there are other players out there. It's just how motivated is anyone to find this? Make sense? Uh, I mean, like, look, I, th- I think this thing turned up in Florida because that's where we bet in. There's going to be some sort of interstate gambling issue I think legally for him my that's a great question do we know what the uh, what started this investigation has the NFL admitted to what what prompted this yes whoever you bet right Dan wasn't whoever you bet with in Florida yeah turn it over to the NFL Jonathan Jones who covers the NFL for CBS Sports says he made a legal mobile bet in Florida with Hard Rock they then notified Genius Sports, who is the ones who oversees uh, what he says is the betting, betting integrity for the NFL. So the casino then notified the NFL's overseer. The overseer found out it was Ridley, and then they told the NFL. 
And, and for anybody who thinks like, oh, well, they just found out about this. How could they do an investigation? I believe it was February 9th that they found out about That's this. That's when the Falcons, yeah, were notified. Fal- Falcons were notified February 9th. So it, and the league was notified right after it happened, which is in November. Falcons notified February 9th. League's been conducting investigation. Just came out today. I, I don't I don't know what what else they uncovered. I I know when, you know when the bell when the alarm bells go off, they get into your phone, they get into your emails, they get into everything that you do. So, um, yes, John Ramos. One of the things that I think a lot of people talk about is intent, right? Like, you know, when in, in judicial type of stuff, like, what was the intent? Did you know about it? Were you, did, so, you, what would be like if you're Calvin Ridley? What would be the intent? Would there be intent? Like, was it just like, oh, man, I didn't know that, or I know this is not right, but I'm going to do it anyway? Like, what do you think his mindset was? Like, do you think he knew it was wrong and just did it? Or do you think he just seriously like, oh, man, I did some bets a couple months ago. I, f- I forgot that I shouldn't be doing that. Like, like obviously, I think intent is a big player, too. Like, did he knowingly go in there and be like, I know this is against our rules, but who cares? John, when you're a freshman in college. Okay. At Alabama, or I happen at Oklahoma State or at Notre Dame, the FBI comes in and speaks to every person on your on your team. They do it every year. In the NFL, I believe they do the exact same thing, and they tell you unequivocally what you are not allowed to bet on sports. You are not allowed to bet on your sport, especially. Do not do it. Don't do it. So, intent doesn't matter. He had the information, right? Like in California, most crimes require a general intent. And if a crime is committed by taking an action, general intent is pretty easy to show. So he can say all he wants about There's no possible I didn't know. You can't do the I didn't knowingly from his phone. He bet and he knew he wasn't allowed to bet. There's like no case here. There's no argument here. It's just simply how long do they actually want to keep him out of football? And will he ever play again? And my guess is because it's such an important part, the integrity of the game is so important, and um, you're setting a precedent, a legal precedent for the next 20 years, my guess would be that I'm playing the NFL anymore. And that's not out of any malice. Like, I don't – I had Calvin Ridley on one of my fantasy teams two years ago. He had caught 90 balls. Like, I don't care. I'm just telling you the reality of it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest lines on World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, must be president in Colorado, Indiana, Illinois, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. Um, <laughs> what a win for Hubert Davis in North Carolina. What what a what an incredible, incredible win! Saturday night was supposed to be a coronation. Duke's good. They dominated Carolina last time they played them in Carolina. North Carolina's okay, you know, going to the NCAA tournament. This is the the pregame narrative, and it was Coach K's final game. And anyone who played at Duke who slapped that floor ever, ever, was going to be there. It, it was not. You know, it's it's like running unopposed. We all knew we knew who was going to win. Funny thing happened: North Carolina goes in and wins the basketball game. And it's interesting. You know, my my senior day game when I was at Oklahoma State. This is twenty two years ago. 
uh, was the last game at the old Gallagher Eye Arena. They didn't. There's no new arena. They just built a kind of shell over the top of that one and doubled the size and then redid everything inside except for the white maple floor. But the the lower bowl of the arena is the old arena and the 6,000 and change seats up top. Those are all new. And it was senior day and we were a very good team. We dominated everybody at home. And we got popped. We lost to Oklahoma. And I can tell you that is that is a loss that, that sticks with you. Here's Coach K after the game. This isn't part of the program. This is impromptu by me. I'm sorry about this afternoon. That No, please. No. Please, everyone be quiet. Let me just say, it's unacceptable. Today was unacceptable. But the season has been very acceptable. And... Uh, And I'll tell you, the season isn't over, all right? Stug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, look, you start to understand how he can be stern and how he can, you know, how he can paint the silver lining to you. Uh, I didn't love Chris Carwell, uh, short arming, you know, not not shaking hands with Hubert Davis. You get your ass kicked, you shake his hand. Well, they didn't shake our hands in the pregame. They didn't honor Coach K. Like, dude, shake. You got your butt kicked at home by Carolina on senior day on Coach K. Shake his hand. Even more so. But I, I mean, look, there's a lot of different ways you can go. Mike Krzyzewski's done an amazing job. It's an incredible program. The, the names of the, of the men who are there who played under him are just, that's the lore of college basketball. It's the biggest program in college basketball. It's not really close. Kentucky has produced great players. It's a great program. They've won more games than anybody else in the history of the sport. UCLA's won more titles than anybody else in the history of the sport. Kansas won more Big 12 titles in the last 15 years than anybody could possibly imagine. But Duke's the biggest brand name in the sport, and he's the, he's the one consistent figure. But, man, they got beat at home, and... That was incredible by Hubert Davis' North Carolina team. Simply fantastic. All right, Rick Buecher in a second. First, let's get you to Dan Byer. Dan, what do you got? Doug, the big news of the day is that the NFL has suspended Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley for the entire 2022 season. An NFL investigation found he bet on NFL games during a five-day period in late November. Some of those bets included three, five, and eight-team parlays with reports saying that Ridley did bet on the Falcons, bet on them to win the game that he placed a wager on. Now, Ridley was on the football the non-football illness list that is at the time that he made the wagers and was away from the club during the stretch where he placed those bets falcons say they were made aware of the situation on february 9th the nfl found no evidence that coaches teammates staff or other players were aware of his betting activity now ridley did take to twitter to give his side of the story saying, quote, I bet 1,500 total, I don't have a gambling problem, end quote, and then also later tweeted, 
quote, I know I was wrong, but I'm getting one year, LOL, end quote. He can petition for reinstatement in the NFL on February 15th, 2023. That is also Suzanne Ramos's birthday. So uh, looking forward to that. That's how John Ramos will remember. The Chicago Bulls face the Philadelphia 76ers at 7 o'clock Eastern time in our Discover Card Key matchup brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. NFL salary cap is going up to $208.2 million for next season. That's up almost $26 million from this past season. Check out the latest lines of the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted aim in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And a couple of other notes. Jack Doyle of the Colts, retiring after nine seasons. Bengals place the franchise tag on Jesse Bates. Doug, back to you. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Rick Buecher joins us, uh, Fox Sports 1 NBA insider. And, uh, Buechlet, let's start with Kyrie Irving. Um, Jason Tatum lights them up. And Kyrie Irving playing with Kevin Durant ends up being not enough. And the Celtics get a win. Here's Kyrie Irving after the game talking about Celtics fans. Well, I know it's going to be like that for the rest of my career coming in here. So, you know, it's like the scoring girlfriend, you know, just wants an explanation on why I left. But still hoping for, you know, a text back. And I'm just like, yeah, it's fun while it lasted. You know, and I think uh, uh, that's the that's the relationship that makes it fun. But, uh, you know, the reality is that uh, I'm just grateful for my time here in Boston. Uh, you know, everybody in the front office, everybody in that locker room treated me well. Still have lasting relationships in, in our league, you know, that that extend um, as a brotherhood for us. And, uh, you know, we, we still remain close. What's your reaction? Oh. I think the toughest one was that that's the relationship that makes it fun. What is fun about the way the Boston Celtics feel about Kyrie Irving and the way Kyrie Irving is completely dissing the Boston Celtics fans? I will say this. I think there's one aspect of that that he has dead wrong. And this, I'm sad to say, often is the case with Kyrie, where his perspective that he says with such confidence is not reality and it, it's and it's this the suggestion that the boston celtics are pining for kyrie irving that oh kyrie would you just come back we'd love to have you. there is none of that with the boston celtics fans it's, and it's and that's not just pride that's legitimately you know what we were better before you got here and we've been better since you left so i i, I just I'd, this is always difficult for me with Kyrie. It, and, and for those who – and I've tried to find my way to finding the, the better parts of Kyrie, the, the ability to appreciate Kyrie. And the, and the most that I can do is appreciate the skills that he has, the individual skills, the handle, the shot creation, the shot making. But a, almost beyond that, in terms of how he fits in with a team, how he orchestrates a team – uh, obviously, none of that is working. He's not high caliber when it comes to that. But also, his his perception of his relationship with other people. Um, there's just, you know, what it is. 
it's the Kyrie presents himself as a man of the people, and yet he speaks with such a smug tone far too often for someone who wants to cast himself as a voice for the voiceless and uh, a man of the people. Because there's, I can't, there's no other way for me to describe the smugness of, yeah, they want me back. I left them and, and they want me back. And, you know, I, but, but I'm part of this fraternity of the NBA and we remain close. And, you know, in, in subtext, you wouldn't know anything about that because you're not in the, you're not in the fraternity. It's just, it's just kind of smarmy. And for a guy who wants us to believe that he's enlightened and above all that, it, 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 it just hits the ear wrong. Yeah, no, it it, it it does. And just the idea, I have these great relationships with the front office. Sure you do, Kyrie. Sure you do. <laughs> with, with who? With the front office happens to be the coach that you, <laughs> that you basically undermine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah no. not, not likely. No, no. Um, okay, but what, what about that team? Can they figure it out in time? Can they figure it out in time? In, yeah. in terms of, what, oh, you mean the Brooklyn Nets? Yes. It's going to be really tough. They're in a very tough spot. They're in a tougher spot than the Lakers are because, uh, number one, this, this the scariest proposition for me is that Kevin Durant has come back and he looks like pretty close to Kevin Durant. He's played uh, amazingly well for someone who's just getting back from a sprained knee, and yet it hasn't made a difference. And they're schedule i counted six teams six of the top teams six of the teams that are playing really well right now that they have to play down the stretch their schedule looks in uh significantly more challenging and imposing than the schedules of the washington wizards and the atlanta hawks and that's where the nets are facing a dilemma that the lakers are not i don't see anybody else i don't see anybody coming up in the west to knock the Lakers out of the 10th spot at the very least. I can see the Nets and the Wizards, I mean, excuse me, the Hawks and the Wizards based on their schedules and based on the Nets schedule moving up and pushing them into 11th place. If it's just going to be Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving as a part-time player. And based on what we've heard, Ben Simmons not playing until the end of March uh, at at best, or we're just going to get an update at the end of March, um, optimistic that he's going to be ready for the playoffs. There may not be any playoffs if Ben Simmons doesn't get back sooner rather than later, because quite clearly they need that. I mean, where they're getting killed is defensively. Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Kyrie Irving, uh, that's a very, very small backcourt. And when you don't have any frontline size, uh, yes, they acquired Andre Drummond. He's go check his, his, his shot blocking. He's not that kind of a big. He's got a rebounder, not quick enough or anticipate, uh, doesn't anticipate well enough to be a rim protector per se. So defensively is where they're hurting and where they could desperately use Ben Simmons. And if he's not going to be around until April, then their die may already be cast at that point. Um, Rick Buecher joining us from Fox Sports 1. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. LeBron has 56 points, and this coincides with his uh, latest shop episode where he talks about how awesome mm-hmm. a score he is, and no one, no one, talks, no one talks about it. Um, right. 
what what's your impressions of LeBron making sure to point out his scoring totals are so much better than than the media would like to lead you to believe? I can only uh, think that it's cover for the way that he's approached this 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 season and what seems to be I'm going for the scoring title. Yes. That hey, you know what? I've always been a scorer. Which if you were always a scorer for all the time that he's been in the league, he wouldn't be 36th on the list when it comes to best season average. That his best season average and I forgot to write down what year it was, but it's 36 on the list. There's 35 guys who have scored at a higher average than he has. I, I consider him an accidental scorer. Like, he's never embraced that. In fact, if you have to ask, is this guy a natural scorer or is, or is he a scorer, would we ask that question about Melo? Would we ask it about Kobe, Michael, Dirk, Wilt, Kareem? Like, no. Would you ask it about Magic? Yeah, you might ask it about Magic. Yeah. And would you no, ask it about LeBron? Yeah, you would. Yeah, he's, because... he's, he's a new and improved Magic Johnson. That's what he's a new and improvement. Yeah. He's a far more athletic Magic Johnson, and and I'll tell you another thing though. Like it's interesting. There are every year he knows he's really smart. He knows what he's doing. Like mm-hmm. there was a year in For Cleveland sure. where he talked about, you know, um, you know, pe- people talk about how many minutes he was playing, and right. then he he sat whole games. And the idea right. is like, look, there's plenty of games where you could play LeBron James 15, 20 minutes, you know, and lessen the load. You know why he doesn't right. want to play 15, 20 minutes? Because right. it kills his average. Because right. there are years right. in which he's tried to, he wants to average a certain number of points, average a certain number of assists. Last year, he right. wanted to go for the assist title. He got it. Now he wants to go for the scoring title, you know, because he knows he can't get the six titles and no losses in the NBA Finals. So you pick apart other little things that can cement your legacy uh, for, for anybody who's a stat guy. It's also, it's a matter of, and, and you, you've seen these guys where you go to the gym, you're, you're p- playing pickup, and there's an older guy there. He can't defend. He's not getting anybody else buckets, but he is a bucket. Like, he can still score, especially yes. if the guy's got a little bit of a mid-range, long-range, whatever. Yep. Yep. Like, that's what he does. That's where LeBron James is. Like, LeBron James is, can still be an elite scorer in this league. I don't know that he can be an elite playmaker or defender or pretty much anything else. So he's picking his spot in terms of what he can still be great at. And in, in, in one respect, I don't have a problem with that, except that it's making LeBron look good at the expense of any chance of the Lakers being, getting any wins. Because outside of the game against the Warriors, this scoring has, is not producing wins, and if this was still about, I want to get the I want to get the Lakers, you know, to the to the playoffs, and I want to win a title with this team. If that was his first and primary objective, then I would I'd like to believe that he would be approaching this a different way, and and he's not, and that's why going back to your question about like why is he talking about this, I think it's because he wants us to believe that. No, this is just a natural aspect of my game. It's not, it's not that my focus is different. It's not that I'm chasing Kareem. And you're right. He is smart. I think he's smart even to the point where you're on national TV, you're against the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors being uh, clearly compromised. They're 16 and 15 since Christmas. Like, 
They're 11th in offensive efficiency. They're still first in defensive efficiency, but, and, and, even though it's taken a, taken a hit. But they're nowhere near the same team that we think them to be when they were leading the league uh, uh, with the best record and were fourth in offensive efficiency and first in, in, in defensive efficiency. They're, they are a compromised team right now. So you're on national TV, you're playing against Steph and the Warriors, and you go out and you get 56. Everybody's like, oh, wow, LeBron's still got it. Look, he can still beat the best of the best. He can still right, beat them somewhere. Right, it's, right. It's, it's a it's – a, like, he could not have gotten more bang for his buck in getting that 56 when he did. Well, plus, look, he's playing center, okay? And, by yeah. the way, if you're playing small ball center against the Warriors, Draymond Green's yeah. playing – Kind of a different deal than what yep. what he was going against. Like, right? He's 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 playing center, so he has a mismatch. On the other hand, it's a mismatch at the other end defensively because he can't defend the rim, right? And it's right. it's not like he's you know he's not like he's the same guy moving around. Okay, um, Phil Jackson comes to a game, and now Genie's <laughs> more involved. Can you see a way in which Phil Jackson comes back to oh. the Lakers? Oh. Oh, well, I will say this. If you were trying to salvage this Lakers group, these personalities, that's the only way you could do it. I mean, you need someone who has rings and who has the ability to stand up to those personalities. I just can't believe at this stage of Phil's career, the one thing Phil has been very smart about is – He's always and he's and he's much like LeBron. They are m- very much the same way. They've always uh, they've always set the deck. They've always had the deck set in their favor uh, to to get where they want to go. Is Phil like so? You know, is he doing a little bit of a George Carl? Like, you know what? I just I just want to coach again, and I just you know, and I know the LA scene and. There won't be expectations or whatever. I, uh, I, I'd have to have a conversation with him or somebody close to him to know if that's a real possibility. In fact, I had one recently with someone close to him, and they, they, they had no hint of that, which it, it leads me to believe that maybe Jeannie just had Phil coming in to pick his brain. Just, to, just to like, what can I do with this? What should I do with this? Um, that, that, I, I just can't believe at this point in his life, uh, looking at these Lakers as they are, that Phil Jackson would say, sign me up for this. But that said, and I've said this from the beginning, when everybody's like, you got to get rid of Frank Vogel. I'm like, who are you going to bring in that's going to coach Carmelo, Russ, AD, LeBron, and Dwight Howard at this stage and make that work? Who's big enough, bold enough, who's available to be able to do that? Bill Jackson's the only one who has the credentials who might have a chance who's available. Other than that, I, I, I can't think of anybody. But I think Phil's too smart to make that move. Yeah, and how would LeBron's posse handle that? Remember the posse comment is still was, was something ah, that was, was – yeah, yeah, very, very, very – Real, real quick. One more, re- one I, more I, reason I, to not believe it. Yep. I got 30 seconds. What do they do with Russ after this year? Oh, I would want to find a, a, a mutual parting. The, the difficulty is going to be how he looks at the at the opt-in for the money. I don't know that he can, can get that money back. I, I, I doubt that he would he would sacrifice it 
But I also believe that Russ knows that he's the scapegoat. And uh, as much as he probably loved coming home to L.A. and playing for the Lakers, uh, if he goes someplace else, he has a chance to restore his, his image and his reputation. If he stays in L.A., he's got no shot. So I would believe that I would expect that there's going to be a mutual parting. It's just a matter of are they going to have to do it paying, you know, with, with Russ getting $47 million next season, which will complicate things. Or does he say, you know what, I'm so ready to get out of here. Um, I'll skip that. I'll go sign someplace else. I don't know what his financial situation is, so I can't answer that question. Buke, thanks so much for joining us. Love, this, love the work. Appreciate you being our guest. You got it, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Game time is brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business and first weekend shows. Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. Let's get to a game. Fire is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. What do you got, Dan Byer? Doug, we're going to wrap up the show with a game called... Big deal, little deal, no deal. All right. Aside from the big deal of Calvin Ridley today, there's some other NFL stuff going on. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Von Miller has Broncos fever on social media. Uh, tweeting a 5280, which is obviously a mile high. The You know, the 5280 feet is a mile. You all know that. Also, shouting out to, I think it's Broncos Nation or Country and uh, making several references on if he returns to Denver, should he wear 58 or 40? Is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal? I think it's a little deal. I don't know. I mean, obviously, if they get – Aaron Rodgers, and he goes back for pennies on the dollar to go win a championship. That'd be a big deal. But as as of now, it's a it's a very little deal. It's you know, look, he he obviously liked Denver, found a home in Denver, you know, and that that no longer is his home. But I, you know, what you do on social media doesn't affect affect much anything. I think he'd do it if there's the right guy at quarterback. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence declined to take a pay cut for the 2022 season, according to reports. That's a big deal because that means he wants to be cut. <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe you can make up some of that money by betting on NFL games. Oh. <laughs> Just get what, too soon? Just too soon? Never too soon. Never too soon. Uh, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but it bears repeating. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Duke assistant coach Chris Carrowell didn't shake Hubert Davis's hand. The North Carolina head coach following Saturday's game in Durham. It's uh, it's a little deal, but it's just petty. It's just petty. Pe- petty doesn't have any place here. You get your butt kicked, shake, shake hands. Especially when you're assistant coach. Like, you're not the head coach. You're the assistant coach. Shake hands. And Hubert Davis is an all-time great dude. Shake his hand especially. Speaking of petty, my favorite Tom Petty song was on the radio as I drove mm. in this morning. You, you got lucky. Yes, you got lucky. Yeah, the great video game or the great video with the video games uh, that was on the radio dial, and uh, that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Ah, uh, the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Wild day, huh? I mean, we thought we were going to talk only about Aaron Rodgers or about LeBron or you know maybe a little bit about Duke, but it became about Calvin Ridley. You know, the, the the problem with it is, 
with the gambling is all the history of gambling and people throwing games and the future in the gambling industry supporting the sports industry. It, it It's going to be a long and probably lifetime ban, in my opinion. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio.